In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man! Welcome to episode 304 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host as always is... Hmm, let, me, let me try that again. I'm Mez, and my co-host as always is... Well, shit. Looks like I'm all alone, flying solo. Like I'm Jim Rohn, Ryan Rosillo, or whatever that... Jerk off the Colin Cowherd, that fucking clown. Yep, it's just me. Our double main man Joe Shoes uh, came down with something uh, last minute. This was his only chance to record this week because, as we all know, I already work around the clock. So we had to pull an audible. So on this week's episode of the Car Joe Man's podcast, get ready for a four-hour lecture on the merits of new metal on our society. So, back in 1994, now, of course, I'm just fucking around. Uh, I am definitely not crazy enough to sit here and talk on this podcast all by myself. Yeah, you give me the right topic. I could ramble on and on and on. I'll mesplain the shit out of something, bro, of course. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Ooh, I got lots of thoughts about that movie. Elvis, a four-hour director cut? Inject that shit into my veins. Please give it to me. But, you know, I don't know. Me just sitting here by myself, shouting into a microphone. It's just, it's just too crazy. It's just, it couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. No disrespect, of course. If that's what you do, you know, that's your thing. But just not me. So I'm going to be joined by two very special guests. It's, uh, it's a family affair on this very special edition of the Carl Jomez Podcast. I've been staring at the edge of the water Long as I can remember Never really knowing why I wish I could be the perfect daughter But I come back to the water No matter how hard I try Okay, so we're back. So my first special guest, she, uh, she used to be on this show quite a bit. She used to drop in, say hello to everybody, and we used to end every episode with, uh, with this. Hello. Hey, special guest, why don't you say your name? Shiloh. That's right, we got Shiloh here. How you doing, baby girl? Good. Good. So Uncle Joe was sick, and he couldn't do it any other time. So he said, either do it by yourself or find someone to do it with you. So I figured, hey, let me get a co-host. And Daddy picked you. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to talk to you for a few minutes and see what's up in Shiloh's world. See what's, uh, what you've been doing, okay? 
So how how old are you now, Shiloh? Seven. And what grade did you just finish? First grade. How'd you do? Did you like first grade? Mm-hmm. It was fun, right? You had a nice teacher. What was your teacher's name? Mr. Atkins. Yeah, she did like, uh, you had like dance parties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And how do these dance parties work? You get to pick any song you want? Uh-huh, and then we dance, and then we dance. We follow the dances in there. That sounds like a lot of fun. And another thing is when you, every week you sat in a different spot, right? Mm-hmm. That different table. What were the tables' mm-hmm. names? There were Unicorn, Unicorn, Roblox, Avengers, Friends, Yoda, Cookies. Cookies, Yoda. Was it Baby Yoda or was it regular Yoda? Um, they said Baby Yoda, but the teacher just wrote Yoda. <laughs> okay, no problem. So that's cool. You don't really watch like superhero stuff, right? You don't you don't watch that kind of stuff. What kind of stuff do you watch? You watch a lot of like YouTube stuff, right? And what are some of your your favorite movies? What what do you like? Moana. Yes, we're big on Moana all of a sudden. Before Moana, what were we all about? Encanto. Yes, so we went from Encanto to Moana. Boy, you love singing and dancing, right? That's why you love these movies. They got some good songs. Mhm. What's uh What's your favorite song in Moana? We know the way. Oh, I I didn't think you were gonna say that. I thought you were gonna say a different song. I thought you were gonna say Shiny. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> Mm-mm. you're always singing it, and you talk about how you love it so much. I thought you were a big Shiny girl. No, I sing it in the shower. Sure. I told you to give me my medicine after that song because you would give it to me when it was my favorite song. Oh, so then you can't sing because I gave you your medicine. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry about messing you up like that. My bad. It's just that Daddy tries to time out the shower because you can't be in there. You know, you like to listen to seven songs. I listen more than seven songs. But that's a long time in the shower. Yesterday I was listening to Shadows on the Bros and there was like... More than seven songs. It might have been like eight. Wow, that is more than seven. <laughs> but that's a long shower. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's why. I mean, these songs are a little shorter. But also, I came out of the shower yesterday and I was singing it outside. Too. Well, then that helps too, right? We put it on as you're, you're getting undressed to go in the shower. And then when you get out the shower, we comb your hair and get you ready. Mm-hmm. And the music's still playing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you know, a shower's supposed to be quick. You're supposed mm-hmm. to take like a five, ten minute shower. Seven songs, baby. That's like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Let's see how much minutes it is. Oh, you're going to check a playlist or something? There's nine songs. Nine songs. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. Don't you think? There was eight. I was correct. There was there was eight songs, but they had a new song. Yes, it just came out a day ago. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. correct. You know, gotta be right. Three days, three days ago. Oh, of course, that has to be perfect. Uh, so very good. And so it's so funny. You said you listened to someone called Shiloh and the Bros. That's so crazy that they have your name, huh? Mm-hmm. But she has an H at. She has an H at the end. Do you like the H? Right. I like it with no H. You don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it still says Shiloh. Exactly. And so what What does Shiloh and the bros do? What kind of videos are they making when they're not making, like, songs? What else do they do? They would make, like, Among Us videos. Among Us videos. So they make, like, we would call them parody videos where they... 
they dress up as characters and they do yeah, like little funny things. There's like all these other songs. There's like they made ones for like there's red is sus. Um, That's the kind of videos you like, right? You like watching people be silly, people mm -hmm. do pranks. Stuff like that. And that's mostly what you watch, right? Like, you watch some TV, but mostly you watch TV when it's bedtime, right? Like, mm -hmm. during the day, you're watching YouTube, watching your, your funny stuff. Well, right now I was watching... Right now I was watching Talk on my iPad. Oh, yes, it didn't do that before. Before it was loading forever. <laughs> I guess it's finally loaded. Yeah, so every once in a while you mix it up. You watch some Disney stuff, but... You're really all about your YouTube. I just watched it because yesterday I was on YouTube and it was showing me talks and I wanted to watch it then. So pretty much... Because it was showing me YouTube videos so you don't get to watch like the whole thing. It only shows you like a little bit. So I hit... Um, on, then went on the regular talk so I can watch the whole video. So, just a couple more questions. Oh. What's your favorite food? What, what do you love? What's your favorite food to eat? Butter, pasta, and steak. Butter, pasta, and steak. How do you like your steak cooked? Pink. Pink. <laughs> Very good. And uh, uh, we went to the library yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And it was fun because we have to... Uh, Read five books and then you get sand dollars. But I got my sand dollars today and I wanted to buy something there. But they said I had to read three more books for it too, so I can activate it. Right? So Shiloh signed up for this program at the library where you read books, and when you read books, you get uh, little fake dollars that you can use to buy things that they have in the library, other books, little toys, stuff like that. So Shiloh finished her thing. She got her sandbox. We go to the lady, and we say, hey, we want to buy this thing. And she goes, oh, well, did you read your books? We said, yeah, we read the five books. He said, no, you have to read more books. He and said he has to read three more books. So you have, <laughs> you get the money, but you can't use the money till you activate it. Shiloh, you were not happy with that, right? Because you were going to buy something. Mm-hmm. And they tricked us. Uh-huh. Can you believe that? Oh. But I explained it. It's because they just want you to read books. So five books is easy to read, right? Read it. <laughs> it read the big words. It does say it here. It's just I didn't sign up, so I didn't know all the things. And uh, you guys explained it to me, and uh, we didn't realize that. But that mm -hmm. stinks. That wasn't fun. No. But So it's okay. We like reading, right? Mm -hmm. Is there any stories you want to tell before we leave? You have any jokes? You have a funny joke to tell us before we go? Mm -mm. You have jokes? You tell me jokes sometimes. You don't remember a joke? I do. I know two jokes. So can I hear them? <coughs> why did the j dog jump in the pool? I don't know. Why? Because it was a hot dog. That's a good one. And what's that other joke? Why can't you trust this? I don't know. Why not? Because they're always up to something. There you go, folks. Two gems from Shiloh Rose. Thank you for doing this with me, baby. You're welcome. Um, say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye. I'll be right back with my next guest. Meow.
next guest has been on the show before a couple times, but uh, never in the co-host capacity here. I want to thank you for joining me. Hey, Kellyanne, what's up? Hey, Mez, and hey, Carjomez passengers. Oh, very good. Yes, that's right. So, as I mentioned earlier, Joe's under the weather. Uh, wasn't really uh, enough time to get any guest. But uh, either way, I'm happy with the guest I have here because uh, I think we're going to have a fun talk about uh, some stuff here. Always. That's what we do. Yeah. We saw Thor together. We always see our MCU movies together, of course. We watch everything. Yep. Um, before we get into Thor, though, I do want to talk about a couple things here real quick. Uh, first of all, let's go this way. There's a uh, Game of Thrones show starting in about a month. Mm. Are you excited for this? I mean, it's Game of Thrones, right? So honestly, that fell off my radar. I mean, I love Game of Thrones. Always, you know, going to have a problem with the ending, but, you know, it is what it is. We expected it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited because if it's anything like Game of Thrones, I mean, it's one of the best shows. Right? Like... We can't now forever be anti-Game of Thrones because of how it ended. This show has nothing to do with the people who made this other show. It's just taking the ideas, the world, and coming up with the storylines. I'm not officially sure if these are... I I guess this is everything that's happened, right? They're telling another story because I I think this guy does have everything planned out for hundreds and hundreds. Like, he, he didn't only write Game of Thrones book. He wrote fucking history books. About the world of Game of Thrones. I think this is an official thing. It's about the Targaryens. About a hundred or two hundred years before the events of Game of Thrones. So these are people we've heard about. But obviously we haven't seen. Yes, I was going to say that. I'm actually excited because they did. They planted the seeds of this. So it's all things they talked about through these episodes. uh, All the backstories with uh, Daenerys. So I am excited. And if anything, is more dragons and stuff. Like, yes, it's, I'm super excited for that. Yes, there's definitely dragons because yep. it's the age of the dragons. This is when this is why they're in power because they have the dragons, right? So this is why they rule the Iron Throne. Uh, they've been talking about making a couple of these shows. I don't, I don't think any of them are happening anytime soon, other than this one. Uh, there was recent talks that uh, Jon Snow, Kit Harrington is kind of interested and they're kind of in workshopping some ideas for a Jon Snow show. Oh, I mean, he's earned the following. I'm there. I don't yeah. even care what it's about. I will watch it. So so you, you're <laughs> interested in seeing what happens now that Jon Snow has left. He's uh, over the wall doing his thing in the wild. Yeah. The adventures of Jon Snow. Why not? I mean, if you like that stuff, it's one of those things like how we say with MCU. Well, we're going to go see it no matter what. It's true. <laughs> We're there. And that's the things I like. I like that medieval stuff. Good killings. And, uh, you know, some pretty old fashion. Like how I love all the dresses that those ladies wear. Yeah, we love medieval yeah, shit like love that. that. We're down. Listen, if, we, if we're into something, we're going to try it. We ain't scared. <laughs> so Game of Thrones, you know, yeah, you left us sour, but we like Game of Thrones. So there you go. Uh, Lord of the Rings, they got a show coming out this year also. We love Lord of the Rings. We don't love The Hobbit. We never finished The Hobbit movies. Nope. But uh, are you excited to go back to Middle Earth? That's another thing, too, where it's about a couple hundred years set into the future, in the past, excuse me. 
Hmm. You know, I am. Once again, like I said, I have to check it out because you'll it's give Lord it a try. But I'm not as excited. I think I'd be a little more for Game of Thrones. But um, I mean, that's uh, it's been how many years? Uh, Game of Thrones, what two thousand? I should uh, Lord of the Rings is what two thousand four, two thousand five. So it's been a long time. So I get yeah. that. Game yeah. of Thrones is recent. But, I mean, we love Lord of the Rings, bro. I do. Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was obsessed for a little while. Yes, of course. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I Once you say that, it's just like certain things. Obviously, you say Harry Potter, I'm around to see it, even though I'm not a fan of that new stuff. But we didn't. We, we, didn't. we Well, they lost it and the new ones, and I wasn't giving them any more chances. I'm pretty good. I'm way more easygoing than other people when it comes to like, all right, I'll see it, or I like it. 100%. You know, I'm not as critical. I'm a little bit easy going i fall for the girl stuff you know when they have that move moment that it's like okay you're meant to cry yeah i'm balling i'm there so <laughs> you know i'm not that hard to please with movies so if i really am not into something well then you fucked up it's true i'm, I'm always the first one to if, if i'm not feeling the show i'm like are you into this because i'm not really into it like uh umbrella academy Ugh. we uh started the third season season one you were a big fan. I was very eh about it. Very eh. Yeah. Season two, we both loved season two. I don't know what it was. I just I, Klaus. The, the characters, maybe it was more Klaus. But season two we both we both thought was great. Season three came around. We were excited, got so excited. And we got about halfway, I think. I think we're up to episode five or six. And we kinda we don't really give a fuck. And I don't know if we're gonna get back to it anytime soon. Yeah, no. So that's the thing. We don't have as much time anymore. <laughs> And gotta be selective. So yeah, no, I, I just—it's the characters, even with the new ones. I just this whole Ben thing again. I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. How well, they play off of each other. And I mentioned it the other day, like number one, the big guy. Like, are we supposed to care about him because he's kind of like the main character? And I'm like, I really don't give a shit about this guy at all. Like, I don't find him interesting really. And if you're not really on board with him, I, I guess that's why we're not liking it, right? Because he's the focal point in the season, kind of here. Yeah, and I, you know what? And they actually even I feel touched upon it in this season, going in about like, oh, that's your number one, yeah, it's and true. it's like, yeah, you know what? He's not that great. Like he's a literal ape. He's like a fucking ape ant. So yeah. what's special about him? You know, he had that weird relationship with the girl, and now they're pushing another relationship. I think they don't know what to do with him either. You know, put him back on the moon, I guess. <laughs> put him back on the moon. <clears throat> but, I don't know. I'm bored of it. I was trying. I did. I gave it longer. I am a big fan of Klaus. He was entertaining for me and gave a different aspect. So I think it's building up. Maybe we have to give it one more episode. Like, maybe something's about to happen. Because I feel like he hasn't been used much. Bro. He's been in the background. <laughs> I mean, see, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm like, fuck this show. I don't care. And she's like, maybe we should give her one more shot. Bro, we're on episode six of ten. I mean, what, what are we waiting for? Like, it's, uh, what are we doing? No, we definitely have better things to watch. And I'm still watching Vampire Diaries, the best. <laughs> you know, time, time is limited. When you have a crazy kid who wants to do things all day, you know, you got two hours at night where you're awake, where you can maybe, you know, retain some information of what you're watching. 
So yeah, so something's not grabbing us. It's it's on to the next thing. I I don't feel bad about that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of shit that we've never we've never even watched. We Mad Men, one, supposed to be one of the best shows ever. Eh, you know, I'll get to it. I guess. Like, come on, I don't know. Yeah, there's oh. Handmaiden Tale, we start. I'm like, Sons of Anarchy. So, yeah, Sons of Anarchy. But I do want to watch that soon. Maybe we got to throw that in rotation. Like when it comes to to TV, there's probably a lot of shows that people be like, "Oh wow, you never seen that." When in movies, you know, we see every movie. Mm-hmm. But for TV shows, it's because TV's it's a commitment, bro. Like I'm watch Sons of Anarchy. That's five five six seasons, ten episodes. That's a lot of fucking content, you know. So. Uh, it's scary to jump into something like that. We've been doing a lot of rewatches. We started rewatching Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Started watching some Kirby Enthusiasm. You know, stuff that's light that you can just kind of put on and, and just chill out without yes. getting too heavy. Yes. And then if you, it, it's one of those things that we've seen it already. So it's not like, oh, what did they say? Well, what was happening? I know the storyline a little bit, but it's like the, the little bits throughout the show that it's like, oh, I forgot about that. And, like, some of the jokes that, that totally catch me off guard. So, yeah, that's the best way because we're tired and I tend to fall asleep first anyway. <laughs> so we could only get a certain amount of shows in. Now, I want to talk about the MCU with you. We're going to talk about Thor. But real quick, before we get into that, uh, the TV shows. You have not been a big fan of the TV shows. Correct. We've talked on the show, and we've talked about we've enjoyed all the TV shows, I believe. But when it comes to you, you're kind of like, eh, everything's okay. You don't really care. Uh, what's uh, what's going on there? What's up with these TV shows in you? I don't, I don't get it. So what was the Moon one? Moon, moon Knight, yes. Okay. That was the most recent one. I was enjoying that at first. And then, I don't know. I, I So to go back to being asleep at night and stuff like that. I think, think my mind something. Yeah, I think my mind only has a certain capacity and the minute I lose something, I felt like I got then I got lost cuz I was like, "Wait, what is going on here?" Cool though. I love all that, you know, multiverse and this thing, how they really push the story, pretty much make anything happen. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. I I just lost it with that. I am enjoying Miss Marvel. Good. It was a little, you know, okay. And then something would happen. I'm like, all right, I'm liking it more. See, but see, I, I was it, loving it from the start. Like, I just loved these characters right from the start. It hooked me. It's so funny. You aren't, like, I, and I figured of all the shows, that one would hook you because you like that stuff. Like, you like the light stuff. Like, not everything needs to be heavy, crazy. You like a Disney sh- Channel show. Why not? Yeah, it's do. okay. <laughs> Even as an adult, I don't care. I'll admit it. It's not wrong. Can't with wait that. for Shiloh to watch more stuff with me. <laughs> <laughs> so with Miss Marvel, I think it was taking me longer to love more characters. The the main girl, she's she's great. I'm loving her, this little fangirl. And even knowing the story that she as a girl growing up was a big fan of Miss Marvel. So I love hearing these stories. That's like with uh Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Like that just makes it so much more fun for me. But you know, uh, as the story is unfolding and, and getting to know what's going on, I'm enjoying it more. Like, there's the, the action here and there is cool, but we're getting to know the new character and the backstory. So I, I think with all the other Marvel movies, we've been blessed, you know, being young, watching this, and we got to, over our lifetime so far, watch the whole series play out. So, like, when we first seen Avengers, 
that was like the best moment. That was like the best moment in our lives besides the, you know, getting married and sure. having a child. Sure. But um, yeah, like I just remember leaving the theater that day. So everything after just had a different feeling to it and waiting for it, that build up. So I think I'm just going to get excited, get to know the people again and see what's next. Well, that's definitely what like the this phase four is. I see a lot of people complaining online about uh, the MCU doesn't have a direction. We need to know what. I mean, this is the first phase after Endgame. We're introducing new characters. We're getting to know a new group of heroes that are going to carry us for the next 10, 15 years. Yeah. I, I, I just think people, I mean, I guess Marvel did train us this way to always be looking about what's next, what's next. But I just think it's a little too much. I think we need to sit back and, and hey, it's new characters. That's all. We'll get there. I think probably uh, Comic-Con is next week. And uh, the rumors are that we're probably going to announce the rest of either Phase 4 mm-hmm. or the start of Phase 5. Because, I mean, uh, I believe they said everything that they officially announced a couple years ago is already, is out now. Okay. Like, that list is done. So now they need to announce new stuff. Let's go. I can't wait. So let's go. So the latest MCU movie... Thor, Love and Thunder. I believe it's the 29th MCU movie, which is so crazy (laughs) to think about. It is the fourth Thor movie. Uh, You are a big Thor girl. Yes, I love him. Like from day one. (laughs) Damn right. Everyone's like, these Thor movies suck, but not in this house. This house, we ride or die for Chris Hemsworth, don't we? Yes, I do. And Tom Hiddleston. Don't, you know, we do love our Loki. Loki. I'm sorry, but that... That's a good part of Thor, too. Like, people forget. It's like, no. Loki's amazing. That's why he got that spinoff, and we all loved it, and you know you did. Yes. People hate on uh, the second Thor movie, and there's a lot of stuff that's not great in there. But what you come for is Thor and Loki, and that stuff is, I think, great in that movie, the two of them together. Yes. So we've been riding and dying with Thor for a while. Uh, Thor Ragnarok came out. And now everybody's on the Thor bandwagon because now he's a big silly goofball because uh, we discovered Chris Hemsworth is a pretty fucking funny guy and uh, we should do some funny things with him. Yes, that's exactly what I love most about Thor and and most of the the main characters. The banter that they have back and forth is what makes it so special. Um, So I feel that Thor is always the character to bounce off of. That's why when him and... uh, Star Lord Chris Pratt are together. I love that the way they they work with each other. So, you know, in the movie, we're talking spoilers. Yeah, we get a little bit of that in the beginning. Thank you. I mean, sure, I could see with these movies, especially as it goes on, you know, it, there's also like the fan service, the things like, okay, let, let's make sure we get a little bit of this in and we'll take care of that. And yeah, what I liked about the movie was the progression of of Thor because we left off with the movie before with lots of shit going wrong, sister coming in. I mean, really big changes. Poor Thor really went through it. Thor be going through everything, bro. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, you look at all the stuff. Lost his brother, lost his sister, mother, father. Uh, his, his world, lo- love of his life, <laughs> Asgard. His Asgard. Like he's lost everything. This poor bastard. So. I mean, they put this guy through the ringer, but I, he's a tragic figure. This is what it is. Yes, and in this movie, uh, you know, this is Thor kind of getting back to owning his stuff and 
even better, we got Natalie Portman again, and I know you love Natalie Portman. I do love Natalie Portman. She's great. I was excited. So I was excited when uh, they announced she was coming back because that meant they were going to do this Mighty Thor storyline. I had mentioned last week on this podcast that I was very concerned about the tone of this movie because the Mighty Thor Jane Foster storyline is uh, dealing with some heavy shit. And uh, my biggest complaint about this movie is the tone of this movie. Exactly what I thought was going to happen is the serious stuff is taken way too lightly. It's, uh, hey, here's something serious. But (laughs) jokes. Hey, don't worry. Cancer, bro. (laughs) Cancer. Woo. It's like, you know, you should have either did one or two of these stories. Either do the God Butcher story through Jane's Thor story, combining them, trying to make it fun and silly. I don't know. That was my biggest problem with the movie. I felt the tone was all over the place. You're right. I I, I do see that. I I definitely feel like I cried a little more than I needed to in a Thor movie, probably. But that's Marvel. You know, we watch all these new DC movies. They're all dark, you know, grim and, and things like that. So Marvel, I don't think they try to do that. I don't know if they're scared. If they think like, oh, no, the audience can't handle that. They're not going to like that. But, yeah, I mean, it seriously, that's why I said, looking back, I, most heroes, they always have a tragic story. Sure. So they do that to, to balance it. But, it, you know, they did their best. I, I like the little love story they try to throw together. Made, made me feel good. Did that whole nostalgia thing. Like, oh, good. You know, they got a little love story out of it. But, um. I wasn't as disappointed. I accepted that storyline and and went with it. And I really like how it ended. And like you said, the little girl is his daughter. So that's pretty special, too. He says that this was just a one-time thing. He really doesn't want his kids to become actors. I mean, everyone always says that. So that he just did did it for here because apparently, I believe they filmed this during COVID time. So everyone kind of moved out to Australia to film some stuff here. And uh, a lot of those kids in the movie, uh, the God Butcher kidnaps children in this movie, the Asgardian kids, and uh, all those kids are kids f- uh, of the actors. So Natalie Portman's kids are in that cage. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth, other kids are in there. Uh, Taika Waititi's kids are in there. So it was just kind of like, I guess, a fun thing to involve them since they kind of couldn't do anything else at the, at the time when they were making That's this movie. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. So that, that's cool. That makes it a little special. They earn that. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, listen, that tone sucked, but the actors, Christian Bale, he's amazing. Anything that man does, he was so, so good. And I think you also said it when we were, after we watched it, like, oh, man, I wish there was even more. Yes, that that's another complaint. I wish we had a little more Christian Bale. Like, uh, he's not really in it a lot. He doesn't have a lot to do. When he's there, he's amazing. Given an amazing performance, this is what he does. He's just, he's the best. And, uh, but I just, I wish there was more. See, like, in the movie, it's about this guy, he's killing, killing these gods, right? We only see him kill one god. Like, he don't really kill nobody. Yeah. Like, there should have been, like, this path of destruction that, like, everyone's like, oh, shit, the god butcher's coming. Oh, shit. The gods are being, like, you know, it just kind of happens. It's, I think the ideas in this movie are great. But the execution, I don't know if they rushed it. The movie is about two hours long. I don't know if that was a thing where it had to be under two hours. 
Because maybe something like this needed a little more time, maybe. Yeah, because look, when they go to that place, I forget the name of it, where all the gods are. Anapit- oh, Mithipint City? Some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, something Ominent like that. City? Some shit. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of, I mean, love Zeus. That was great to see him. So, I heard this about it. They apparently shot everything two times on normal Zeus accent. <laughs> and then the stereotypical over the top Greek kind of thing, and they just said we gotta go with the Greek thing. It was, it was. I was very surprised they went with that choice. Well, that that scene was good and fun. I sure. also enjoyed having to see that the physique that Chris Hemsworth has. So you yeah. got to know that that also buys bonus points. But uh. yeah, I wanted more of it, and how they were just like. Yeah, uh, we ain't gonna go mess with him. And I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, we ain't getting like some cool battle coming and other people. But as you know, at the end of the movie, I'm so excited. Well, that's the thing. So excited. They, the end of these movies, they promise these movies that I don't know if we're ever gonna see these movies. The end of Eternals, they go into the spaceship, we meet Harry Styles, and they're like, we gotta go on adventures. Uh, there's been no talk of uh, second Eternals, mm. there's been no talk of Eternals. Like, they haven't, like, tried to fit them in, shoehorn them into other things. The only mention we ever got is in Miss Marvel, they bring up uh, Kumel's character about how, you know, oh, they love Bollywood and they love the... (laughs) I can't believe their mom loves it. Like, that's the only time they've ever mentioned these people. And then we get the end of Multiverse of Madness where Charlize Theron shows up Mm. and she's like, we got to go do this thing. Who the fuck knows when we're going to see that movie? And then this one, we get Zeus coming back. We get the debut of Thor, our double main man from Ted Lasso. I love it. He's there. He's everywhere. Roy fucking Fucking Kent. Oh, baby. Yes. uh, Love it. Hercules. Hercules, yes. So he's here. Who the fuck knows when this movie's going to get made? See, but that's not Marvel style. In the past with the other one, I feel like it's always tied in. I or, see. Or somehow. Now, but you're. Lately. Lately, it's just showing us like, oh, look, here's a famous person. Be excited. Come, yes. You know, is this just a, here's something nice and cheeky or yes, are they going to plan something? It's, it's casting announcements. It's basically back in the day, they used to do Comic-Con. They used to talk about things. And then at the end of every Comic-Con they would do a big reveal of a new actor to sign on. Uh, the biggest story one time was, the big thing was, uh, my double main man, Joaquin Phoenix, supposed to be Doctor Strange. <laughs> so everything was supposedly ready to go. They were ready to get him, and at the last minute, he backed out. He just, he got cold feet. And it's just a crazy world to think about, right? We don't get don't his Joker. It. We don't get his Joker, so oh, yeah. he doesn't get his Academy Award. And then we get a miss, a Doctor Strange that is just so different. Like, it's played so differently. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. They are so very different. And Benedict Cumberbatch, I mean, I just could never not see that. He does that so wonderfully. I mean, he's a phenomenal actor. I, I fell in love with him in Sherlock. But, um, yeah, I cannot see Joaquin. There's just something less charming about him that I think there is a part of Doctor Strange that makes him special. Yes. It's supposed to be cocky but you gotta have that charm. Yes. 
and he doesn't have that charm. He would just be the cocky asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I think he could nail that. Absolutely. But that's not more... I mean, it could be the style. I mean, everyone doesn't have to be quippy and witty. I mean, that's that's one of my problems with Marvel is everyone is the same, samesies all the time. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's not broke. Thor made a good billion dollars this week. We were there. Take my money. It was packed. I think it made 114, something like that. I saw some, definitely over 100 million. And uh, there's nothing really coming out the next couple of weeks, so Thor's going to have time to cook. I'm excited to see if Top Gun can come out of nowhere in week 11 and fucking come, come, uh, battle Thor here. That'd be great. No. It, I mean, it was great. But, but it did it like a week ago out of nowhere, competing against Elvis and shit. Like, that's crazy. Elvis was so good. We got to talk about Elvis that. was good. We could, talk, we, could, we could talk about Elvis before we get out of here. <laughs> so uh, I brought up last week about uh, your stepdad is a huge Elvis fan. Can you elaborate and just, because uh, I just gave a little bit, like. Okay. What was that like? So we call him Alvis. His name is Alexander. And I mean, I don't know. And I'm going to ask him next time we're together exactly where and got what made him fall in love with him. But from the day he met my mom and, and came into our lives, I knew he was an Elvis fan. He had the tattoo TCB on his uh, yes, arm with the, the lightning rod. Uh, he he impersonates Elvis. He has, uh, at my cousin's wedding, he has dressed up as Elvis and performed for us. Um, he's amazing at it. And he plays the guitar really well. As a little girl, we used to play the guitar and I would sing in the microphone with him. And Shiloh does that with him now, which is really cool. But he has the most amazing collection also. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that have a big, crazy one. But we always, growing up, had the Elvis plates around the house, all the little figurines. Every Christmas, my parents had an Elvis tree. I just remembered. I didn't bring it up. That's right. (laughs) The the Christmas tree would be fucking Elvis. They loved Elvis. It was crazy. (laughs) And, I mean, we encouraged it. If we found anything Elvis, we would try to get it. Always. He even has uh, one of these Reese's Pieces. Yes, he has it saved. God knows what it looks like in there. But we kept the wrapper. He's never opened it. Yes. It's, It's in the display cabinet. And, um... Yeah, Elvis is special to me, mostly because of him, too. But Elvis is amazing. I love his music. And anything Elvis, I'm interested. And what you think about the movie? You thought they did a good job? I think they did. It, it With this movie, you got to really appreciate a little bit of the background and the upbringing of Elvis. And I liked that they touched upon this issue with the... Um, what was it, Captain something? What was his name that Tom Hanks played? Um, we forgot. But the guy that's Tom Hanks. Colonel Parker. Colonel Parker. So just kind of like ha- how it came about. And it gave you another side of Elvis. Because I-, I think that obviously it's the generations before us. Us coming in, probably being the last ones to appreciate it more. Um, Elvis went through a lot. Most of these celebrities, I think, go through too much. And he was put in a position way too early on. And, you know, that's this country. They're stupid. You know, oh, my God, you shook your hips. I mean, let me tell you that the best part was watching how these ladies lost their mind. And it's not we have footage from back in the day to show 
no, this is real. This is how these women yeah. acted. We wouldn't believe it unless we had real footage of people fainting at Michael Jackson, yes. at the Beatles, Elvis. Because in the movie, it's so it's played so funny. Like it's like the funniest comedy of the year. Yes. Watching these kids lose their fucking mind, feel these feelings for their first time. It's so good. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was giggling through that part of 100%. the movie. Like I didn't think the movie was a comedy, but that was a good part. I was like, whoa, these ladies were crazy. The way they were shaken, and it's like the yeah. devil took over them. I mean, people lost their minds. Like, oh, my God. So, yeah, if, if you really go to watch it, you're getting a sincere side of Elvis that was nice to see. You know, there's controversy, I know, about Elvis and the culture, but he's always admitted he's never wrote any songs. He's just singing doing his thing. He's a showman. And that is who Elvis was. You could say whatever you want, like him, love him, hate him. He was an amazing singer, amazing showman. And Elvis is always going to be number one for people. Maybe Beatles for some, but Elvis is the king of rock and roll. That's it. All right. So before we get out of here, Kellyanne, I got to play some music here. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? Alright, baby. Main man standing times. I want to hear both men. I want to hear Elvis and Thor Love and Thunder. Start with Elvis. What'd you think? What, what, where does Elvis fall on your main man standings? I think we'll go four. I, I, I did enjoy it. Um, you know, was it like the most amazing thing? It was a different perspective being told from his manager or previous manager's side of the story added to it. So I felt like I got to learn new things. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the best thing. Like five. So we got to go four. We got to go four. Okay, and now Thor, Love and Thunder. For me, I probably, when I left, would have been like, oh my God, this is the best, maybe like a four and a half. But I think there's some valid things you've brought up, and I, and I agree with it. It's just, I still love the storyline. I actually like this idea that Thor's getting a renewal, kind of in this dad moment. So, you know, that appeals to me right now. And I'm going to go with the four. I'm going to go. It's the same problem I have with Ragnarok, although I think Ragnarok handles the themes better, switching with the goofiness and the heaviness a lot better. Uh, I'm going to give Thor, I'm going to give it a three. We're going to go three main men here. I didn't hate it, <laughs> but uh, I just, I was excited because I know both of these storylines and they're both great storylines if you're into comics. The uh, Jason Aaron run here is like top tier Thor stuff. Like when people talk about Thor, this is what they're talking about. They're talking about new Thor shit. That's how good it is. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited to hear how Joe liked this movie. We'll definitely talk about it next week when he comes back. Build better shoes. Before we get out of here though, we gotta have we gotta play some music here. It is now time for the Big Finish. All 
right, don't think I was going to let you off easy here. It's big finish time, bro. <laughs> I choked last time. Oh, no. I hope I got a good one. Oh, here we go. Let's spin this wheel. All right. Today's big finish, Kellyanne. TV Dads. Oh, this is going to be fun. Here we go. You watch TGIF, right? You watch that kind of stuff. We all watch the same shit growing up, I feel. Yeah, well, is this like t TV sitcom more dads, right? Yeah, why? Were you thinking like Sopranos? You want to do like Tony Soprano? Like, who else were you thinking in that I line? Know, but it is TV. It is, You're no, right. It is. You know what? I wasn't thinking that. So we'll, we'll stick with sitcom. We'll yeah. do sitcom. Okay. I mean, uh, oof. Number one, I think I always go Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson's good. I, mean, I think, right, we all used to say Bill Cosby, right? He was the number one yeah. TV dad back in the day. So Ooh. now we need an official new number one TV dad. Homer Simpson is definitely going to be up there on that list. It's it's classic. It, it just Simpsons is our whole lifetime. What we grew up with. Was he the best dad? Absolutely not. But there was all the no love one there. Is. No one's the best dad. <laughs> and I feel like that that's the key. Like Homer was there. He definitely tried. He showed up. So it's just a uh, Homer Simpson and um, I'm gonna go Hank Hill in that same vein. He's always trying his hardest with that darn boy Bobby. <laughs> Well, you know, Phil Dunphy, gotta go Modern Family. Phil Dunphy's he, a good one. He's amazing. He's just, that that's a great dad right there. They, they made such a sweet, funny dad, and that was such a good part of that show for me. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Phil Dunphy, hands down. That's good. So we're big, we're big Modern Family. We love some Modern Family here. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Who else is good? Al Bundy's a good one. Absolutely. That, that's a classic. I, I feel like he, he's always been number one. But I wonder, like, going forward, does it hold up? We've never went back and did a Married with Children. No, I know El Shu has because it's uh, been on one of these stations. And so that's, he likes watching that. He, he was enjoying it. I know we talked about it. We had mentioned how, you know, the things they complained about, we would be loving nowadays. <laughs> but, um... Hmm, what else? I mean, he's not a great dad, but I do love George Bluth, too. <laughs> <laughs> that whole family. That whole family is just amazing to me. Oh, Freaking characters. So good. But yeah, TV sitcoms. Who else? I, I, I mean, we watch so much stuff. I, I'm like, I'm totally forgetting someone important here, I bet. I'll say Frank from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> what a great day. <laughs> Listen, he paid for most of those shenanigans. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and came up with half of them, too. Yes, he did. <laughs> he was a fun... What a fun dad. All right. Uh, that Wait, it was um, Tim the Toolman Taylor. That's who we forgot. Oh, that is a good one. Yes, very good. Yes, Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Great show. Loved Home Improvement. <laughs> so good. Very good. All right, Kellyanne, thank you so much for... Filling in, being my co-host on this episode of the Carl Jomez Podcast. Thanks for having me. We've uh, talked about doing a podcast forever. Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be a fun time, different dynamic. And uh, I had a great time, and I hope everyone enjoyed it as well. Same here. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yes. 
when you listen to this, it will be our 10th anniversary. Wow, time just flies. That is so crazy. Woo, I still do, baby. <laughs> yes. So can't wait to celebrate with you again. Thanks for filling in. Car Jomez passengers, please follow us on all the socials at Car Jomez. Follow our double main man, The Joe Shoes, on all the socials. I'm the Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back next week. Joe will be here, hopefully, God willing. <laughs> like, subscribe, leave the reviews. You know what to do. Oh, thank you. See, I forgot. Thank you. She's the best. Thank you for that. Once again, thank you for coming. And uh, until next time, folks. Bye. Peace.